0: Today's episode is brought to you by Butcher Box. Butcher ButcherBox is going to have the good meats delivered directly to you. Also today we're brought to you by MeUndies. MeUndies is the only that I have on me right now. Ow! What right happened to my voice? Ow! <laughs> well, let's jump into this podcast. Hello, everybody. It's time
1: for Ghosts and TreadDog. Ghost in the morning.
0: In the morning. <laughs> live, 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 live. live. Or recording
1: Recording. <laughs>
0: <Recorded. laughs> <laughs> 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 Hello everybody. Welcome to the episode of Gax and Crando in the morning. Ow. Ow! Ow. <laughs> <laughs> Ow. I don't know what was going on there, but here we are. We're here now.
2: Yeah, I guess we're here.
0: Here is where we've arrived, and guess is where we'll be for a little bit. Yeah, I guess.
2: You are indeed correct. Yes. This is where we shall be partaking in conversation.
0: I still am thinking about that movie from last night. I can't get it out of my head.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. That was wild.
0: For people who missed it, last night, Crandor and I on stream watched the movie Primal. is primal? that it called? Primal?
2: Yep, Primal.
0: A uh, Nick Cage movie from 2019 that looks like it's from, like, 1994. <laughs> It had a CGI white jag... The white jaguar. They called it the white jag. Yep. It had Jean Grey from X-Men and the dude who was Blob from X-Men, ironically. <laughs> and um, just like... I don't know how to describe it except it was... Every scene was highly entertaining, but combined together made no sense. It was a movie that made no sense. <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was great.
2: All I know is it had... Just so many good tropes and so many weird things. Like the guy initially that was, uh, the like when the movie opens up and you got the guy who's like senor, but then he talks <laughs> like, but then yes. he, he yeah. talks like he like like a guy being like, hello, I'm an American, <laughs> but yes. then he like hello. starts speaking like perfect Spanish and you're like, oh okay, <laughs> That's, and then the cage is just like, I don't need you, I'm gonna get my animals. And then they go uh, on the ship and then they're like, oh, an assassin's going to be brought back on the ship, which is like the same level of crazy as it is where it's like, oh, you get to go home in Con Air. And then they're like, oh, but you got to go home on this plane full
0: of insane super killer. The plot of this movie is Nick Cage is an illegal animal smuggler trying to smuggle a white, the white jag, trying to smuggle it back to the states question mark maybe mexico i don't know needless to say they also decide the same boat as where the nsa fbi question mark a bunch of marines and then for some reason famca is a navy s- doctor <laughs> i don't even know yeah but they give you reasoning why he can't go on a plane which is in, they're like well he has a medical condition where, if he gets above a certain altitude, he'll die. <laughs> that is absolutely what it was. He's but got a like, flyitis
2: where he can't fly.
0: It's like we have to take him on a boat, which is okay, all right, sure. Yeah. And then he proceeds to escape. And then the rest of the movie is Nick Cage obsessed with finding the White Jag. Well, everyone else is trying to catch an assassin. And it's like two separate movies are going on, and it's absolutely insane. A man gets bit by a venomous snake, but the snake, there's no there's no anti-venom, yet somehow they're like, we can help him. It, <laughs> one guy, every third word he says is goddamn, which is hilarious. Oh yeah, the they're, the engineer guy. The engineer, is like, these goddamn snakes are on this goddamn ship, and I gotta get the goddamn engine running, and I'm out of goddamn cigarettes. You're like... This guy's dialogue is amazing. It is. Um. And then, yeah, I'm not. Gunfights would happen for no reason. Every military special forces guy was the worst of their job. Uh the assassin was smiling the entire film. It was everything about this movie was crazy. There's there moments where one time it's night and the next moment it's day. There's moments where, you know, they're like, where are you? I can't remember what Nick Cage's name was, but they're like, oh, Frank. They're like, where yeah. are you, Frank? We need you back here. And Frank would clearly not have the ability to communicate with them on the ship, yet it would, the scene would cut, and then he'd be with the group somehow.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's one moment where the screen literally just cuts to black, and th- nothing was resolved. It just, in the middle of a scene, it cuts to black, and then they move to another scene. <laughs> like It was insane. It was insane, and I don't... It's on Amazon if you want to go watch it. I... I don't know that I can recommend it, but I did love it every minute of it. It was weird. That's for sure. It was something. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> it was but we did discover that there's two other Nick Cage movies on there. First off, Face Off, which is amazing. Yeah. But then another movie, and I can't remember what it was, but I was like, we gotta watch this. So
2: yeah, what was it? I don't remember.
0: Stay tuned for more, for sure. We'll come back. Yeah. There's at least two new Nick Cage movies on there. Yeah. That's One is a classic, <laughs> but The other one, I have no idea what it was, but I was like, we got to watch this movie, dude. That's what we're here
2: for. We're here to watch Nick Cage movies online.
0: That's it. That's pretty much (laughs) my entire life at this point. If I could just retire and only watch Nick Cage movies, I'd be all right. (laughs) I'd be all right.
2: Um... Speaking of that, on the on that stream, you mentioned that you had a crazy day yesterday, and then you were like, oh, I'm going to stop talking, I'm going to have everyone turn into the podcast or tune yeah, in, tune into the yeah. podcast, turn in, tune in.
0: Well, so my dad's birthday is Monday. Yeah. Monday's the 7th, right? I think so. So my dad's birthday is Monday, and he, uh, they, you know, my parents wanted to go do stuff. They were like, what are we going to do to celebrate your father's birthday? And we had plans originally to go to dinner at this place, and then they were like, eh, whatever. And then they wanted to go to this place called Solvang, which is in it's in California. It's about two hours north of LA. It's near Santa Barbara. It's, like, up in the mountains, kind of. And um, I've never been there, and I was like, I'd love to go. And so they decided that instead of doing it on a Monday, we'd do it yesterday, Saturday. And we, you know, hopped in the car. By the way, my parents are amazing. Um, they never want to do anything... During Jesse hours, it always has to be parent time, which means <laughs> I'm up at like 6.30 in the morning to go pick them up by 7.30 to then drive up into the mountains because they're like, we got to get there early. We got to get there early, gotta Jesse. There I'm early. like, oh, my God. All right. Like, there's any rush to get there, but they are like, we got to get there early. So I picked them up, and we drive two and a half hours north. The entire time we're driving up, my mom's like, oh, look at the Oh, look at the water. Oh, the ocean. And I'm like, I, I have to drive, mom. I have to think. <laughs> oh, look at the trip. The mountains are so interesting. Look at the mountains, Jesse. I'm like, I got to drive, mom. <laughs> Meanwhile, my dad's in the back seat. She could be telling him. And I was like, just talk to dad about it. And my dad was like, I am back here. And then she tries to talk to him about it. My dad does not care. <laughs> so, anyway, we, uh, <laughs> we, we drive through all these towns. And that's and where, you know, it's all these oceanside, beautiful, beautiful towns. But um, as we're driving through, Mom's like Oh, remind me on the way back We need to stop at an outlet mall I'm like, why do we need to stop at an outlet mall, Mom? (laughs) She's like, well, because, you know, I want to get a jacket I got to get a North Face jacket I don't want to order one, I want to try it on I'm like, okay, fine So, you know, we're just like driving on up there And in order to get to Solvang, which is Like, there's one road And it is the windiest Most vomit inducing road I've ever been on But we finally made it through the road We get there And it is like a little tiny Dutch village In the mountains Huh And I've never seen anything like it But here's the thing Everyone I talked to Everyone that I mentioned I was going there Was like Yo that place is dope dude You're gonna love it I was like what? What do you It's pretty freaking cool It is um I don't know like maybe three or four streets worth of of town, and all of it is touristy as shit, but it's, like, bakeries and, you know, winery stuff and, uh, you know, like, sausage things, and uh, ironically, there was, like, a Greek place and a ramen place for some reason, but, you know, whatever. And, you know, it was just, like, little candy shops and people taking photos with buildings that don't look like they belong in America, that kind of stuff. It was very interesting. Yeah. So, because my mom is that person, as we've talked about many, many times in this podcast, she's like, okay, Jesse, I heard from my friend that the best place to park is this spot. So we're definitely going to go park at that spot. And I was like, okay, sure. So we find the parking spot that her friend told her to go park at, because clearly the eight other parking spots that we saw were not good enough. So we parked at the one parking spot, and we got out. And I was like "All right, what are we gonna do It's 10.30am what's our plan What are we gonna do Mom was like there's a place called the Solvang Bakery And we need to go there because I want to get a danish and some coffee And I heard it's amazing And we're like okay So where do we go mom She looks at us and she's like Let me type it into my phone So now she uh, Let let me change that She doesn't type she goes Siri Directions to Solvang Bakery As loud as possible (laughs) And Siri's like Solvang Bakery is like, I don't know, that direction. Like it's about four blocks that way. And we're like, okay, easy. Four blocks, simple. So we start walking over, and we see all these different places. Everything's closed, by the way. It's Saturday at 10.30 in the morning. Most stuff is just opening, right? And so we're walking by, and Mom's like, oh, we'll go there later, and we'll go there later. We'll come back and do that. And I'm like, okay, fine. Like, this is your guys' day. This is Dad's day. You want to see this stuff? Let's go. So we start to approach the bakery and according to the the little tracker thing on our phone it's a little bit to the left but directly in front of us is another bakery and it's like admittedly it looks warm and inviting and we couldn't see the Solvang bakery so she's like we're going to go there instead all right you said you <laughs> want to go to the specific bakery but i guess we're going to the the B bakery instead we walk in and um it looks, like the inside, all of it looked really delicious. It was very, uh, I got like a cherry Danish. It was great. Um, but as my mom was getting the the Danish, I went to go get coffee. And there, there was a very um, nice woman who, I don't know, I'm going to say 40, 50 maybe, um, who, was, who was there. And she was, uh, you know, just making the coffee and stuff. And I started talking to her. And she, and, and she was like, so what can I get you, hon? And I'm like, you know, she was doing like putting on the the works for me. And I was, yeah, well, you know, I'm here with my parents. I'm doing this thing. And she's like, oh, that's so sweet, hon. What can I get you? I'm like, oh, I would love to get two regular coffees, one decaf. And she's like, okay. So we start doing this thing. And she's like, do you need any cream or sugar? I'm like, I don't know. Let me ask my mom. I'm like, mom, do we need cream or sugar? And my mom is caught up in her own world of picking pastry. She does not hear me. And so rather than shout again, uh, I just, like, turned back around. I'm like, I guess I'll find out in a minute. And the woman who I was talking with, she's like, no matter what, kids always shout, hey, mom, at some point. And I was like, yeah, I think I've just learned to not follow up with, like, a louder, hey, mom, or to shout my mom's name because I know she still won't respond. Because when she's in her world, she's in her world. <laughs> <laughs> and so she's like, yeah, kids never really change. And I was like, that's true, that's true. So, I, you know, I took the coffee, went over to... So my mom was like, do you need cream or sugar? And then this woman comes over to the table with cream and sugar. And she's like, don't worry, hun, I got you. And I was like, ooh, girl. <laughs> so we ate this Danish stuff. It was delicious. It was fine. Everything was great. And then we um, left to go spend our day in the town. Now, I had no idea what my parents wanted to do. And honestly, I don't think they knew what they wanted to do. And so we just walked around a bunch. Like, for hour, like, hours just walking around. Looking at things in the town, like, we went to um, a, like, mystic shop or something. Like, it was, like, a weird mystic shop. And they had like, a bunch of, you know, like, crystals and shit in there. And uh, my mom was eating it up. My dad was, like, looking at stuff. And I was like, I keep forgetting my parents are really into this stuff. They don't buy any of it, but they definitely like looking. And so, you know, they went around and looked at different things. And then my dad m- made fun of me because he saw a bunch of, like, uh very weird looking, ultra sexualized uh, figures. And he was like, oh, it's like the statues Jesse has in his office. <laughs> I was like, got me, you got me, dude, all right. <laughs> you know, we went to like a candy shop and they had all these uh, candies that, like, you know, like, remember the salted um, licorice that people kept trying to give us?
2: Uh, yeah, yep, yep. They
0: had a bunch of that. And they had giant peppermint sticks. Like I watched a girl make the peppermint sticks. That was pretty neat. My mom, we go to this candy shop. My mom buys honey. And her reasoning was, oh, this is the same honey I get, except this is $4 cheaper. And I was like, oh, well, you'd be a fool not to buy it. And admittedly, it wasn't that long after we had Danish and coffee that my parents were like, yo, you want to get sausage? I was like, what? Like, yeah, the sausage and beer place is open. Let's go there. So I'm still full from the previous meal Because that wasn't like some baby Danish It was like a big ass honking chonker It was like flaky and crusty and delicious and ch- It was perfect We go to the sausage place and they're like My parents are like, All right, so what do you want to get? I'm like, I, I don't know Um, I guess like sausage and a beer And my mom was like, okay, so let's, let's do this thing So my dad wanted to split a t- beer with me And he wanted like a kielbasa and I wanted a thing that was like a three pepper sausage. I knew it was going to be spicy as hell, which is why I got it so no one would try to eat it from me. That's how I operate with my parents. If I'm ever with them, they always try to share everything I eat. I was like, not today, haters. So I got a super spicy sausage. My mom got a pretzel and like some dry cider. And now it's, you know, we're sitting there eating this stuff. I did enjoy the fact that this was an outdoor restaurant and they had about 18 types of mustard. And then they had an entire condiment section that had, you know, like sauerkraut and onions and jalapenos and relish. and Like, all sorts of stuff. That I dug. I, I, that was great. However, I was still full. <laughs> I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> so then I ate that sausage because I'm not going to not eat the sausage. And then we decided to walk around some more because mom was like, well, we got to walk off that food. I'm like, okay. So we walked around a bunch more to the point where my mom finally said, we should go to the Solvang Bakery. And I'm like, what? So she's like, yeah, for the way home, we can get a bunch of food and I'll take it home. Like, "Oh, oh, okay. So we walk all the way back. So we're at the other end of the city now. We walk all the way back to where the Solvang Bakery was. We can't find it. My mom can't find it. I'm like, hold on, I'll just, it's like right here. Let me just find it. And so it was like a little alcove. And my mom walked in. Gave it about three seconds of a look. Walked right out. And she goes, I like the first bakery we went to. And so rather than go to the place you want to go to the entire time, we ended up at the bakery we were at. And I was like, why? And she goes, you know what? I, I tasted it. I liked it. The food here, I don't know what it tastes like. So I'd rather go with the thing I know that I like. And I was like, okay. So we went back to the other bakery, bought uh, like some Danish things to take home, and... Then my mom was like all right well that was what a lovely day it might have been i don't even know 230 <laughs> like it was it was no, we barely spent like they made it seem like this was our entire day no we were we got there at 1030 we were out by 230
2: i mean there's really only so much you can do Place I agreed,
0: completely agreed. <laughs> and my parents aren't going to, like, there was a lot of wine places and a lot of beer hall things. And mm-hmm. my parents aren't that. So if I was, like, there was one place, there was one, um, like, little tiny restaurant that when you went inside, one wall was all cured meats. They had, like, a ham on a rack that was probably very expensive. And then a bunch of weird organic wines that I was like, this is the, like, when I hear that Alex goes there, This is the spot I know he goes to. Oh, yeah. Like, that kind of vibe. I was like, oh, the meats here look insane. This is an Alex spot. And so, like, that if I went with friends, I guarantee we could spend a whole day there just, like, bar hopping and eating weird shit and, like, just walking around the city. Like, there was stuff to do. Just, I don't know, there was a lot of, like, Jesse and his parents stuff to do. So, 2.30 was our limit. (laughs) And then (laughs) we started driving home. Now, mind you, this is Jesse Cox driving home. So, I'm like, oh, my God. It Another two hours driving home. Like, this will be fun. So, get in the car. We start driving home. Um, Thankfully, my parents finally... I don't know what happened. But I think it's because my favorite music... Like, when I turn on the radio, I might be listening to songs from, like, the 90s sometimes. And I think because they're now classified as, like, classics, my parents vibe them tremendously. (laughs) I'm driving home listening to, like, 90s music, and my parents are feeling it. And then... I changed the radio station, and I think some song was on. It was like a Kendrick Lamar song. Mom was like, this is too loud. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, the bass, it like, hurts my ears. And I was like, oh, my God, Mom. So, But I will say, Lizzo, they jammed. They jammed hard with Lizzo. And right. she's like, it's about damn time. They were in it. They felt it. So, your dad's like, it is about damn time. That's what I am saying. It is about, yeah. (laughs) It was great. So, like, sometimes it works, but a lot of the time my parents are like, that bass is too loud. I'm like, okay. (laughs) All right. So, (laughs) so I'm driving back, and mom's like, remember, we got to go to the Outlet Mall. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I got you. So, we go to the Outlet Mall, and I'm thinking, this is going to take all damn day. This is going to be the worst. Like, this, everything else has been lovely. The Outlet Mall, I hate going to the mall with my parents because they want to try everything on and do it. E- I'm just like, Oh no. So we get there. We go to North face. We walk inside. And my mom's like, okay, what do I want? I want like a puffy jacket. That's not too puffy and not too hot, but also doesn't have a hoodie, but also is black. And she has all these criteria in her mind about what she wants. We spend, I don't know, five, 10, 15 minutes walking around looking at stuff. And mom is like, mm, I don't know. Like it is a hoodie. We're trying to find stuff. Bless. I think her name was Stephanie. Bless this Sweet woman, one of the people that worked there. She's like, Can I help you? And I was like, Oh my god, yes. And my mom described what she wanted. And this girl, like a pinpoint assassin, finds the exact thing. I don't know, 15 minutes. It was the per she found the perfect, most like flattering looking jacket I've ever seen in my entire life. And I was like, How on earth did we luck out like this? We were <laughs> in and out. It was the most br- I was like, oh, this is perfect. And then like we're on our way. Drove back, no fuss. Everything was fine, and then my mom said, "This has been a great day. We didn't even run into traffic." Forty-five <laughs> oh, minutes of LA traffic.
2: <laughs> you never say like, that.
0: <laughs> like I, the minute she said, I was like, "No!" The <laughs> minute she said it, I knew we were screwed because it was like, I don't know, three thirty-five in the afternoon on a Saturday. I was like, "We're doomed." Yeah. So we roll up in there, and I was like, "No." We spent so long stuck in traffic. The, what would have taken normally five minutes to get home took us 45. That's how bad the traffic was.
1: <laughs> oh, wow, I lost you... my
0: mind. There was a moment, the speed limit was 65. We were going like five miles an hour. Just I was losing my mind. It was the worst. Um, so, like any other day in LA, that's what that was. But, uh, yeah, everything, like, surprisingly, very fun day with the parents. Who knew? Huh. Look at that. And now I can say I've been to the place that all these other people I know have been to. I enjoyed it and I would happily go back.
2: You know uh you know the places to go
0: and the places to avoid, like that bakery. That bakery that my mom <laughs> wanted to go to so badly and simply did not.
2: Sometimes you find uh, you find like the weird routes to take, you know, you're like you want to go for something, and then you just get diverted, and you find something even better.
0: I told my mom this. I think she got marketing hit. Like, she – so, like, you know how if you want to signal to someone that it's healthy, you color it green? Or if you – you know, like, the tips when you look at, like, how to paint a room and how if you paint one wall one color or you – like, how it can change the perspective, right? The place that she went to, the place that we went to actually twice hmm. was, like, open – and inviting, and it was very light-colored, and everything about it seemed, like, family-friendly, and, like, when we went back there the second time, the woman who was there who gave us coffee earlier was like, you couldn't stay away from me, could you? Like, that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. It was very... Meanwhile, the place she always wanted to go was, like a, like, a very small hallway. The bakery looked like the food had been there for, I don't know, it just didn't look as appealing not because it wasn't as fresh because the room was brown and the floor the tiles were like old and so it had this vibe of like it didn't look like you were getting quality right when all the reviews she saw online said it was the best stuff in the area i think uh i
2: think she got marketed to i think she did get marketed to plus You never know when, like, you know, when you you, go online, you look and, like, some things get sponsored, but they hide that little, like, sponsored text or something. Like, oh, this place is great. Like, you go on Yelp and it's like, it's only up there because they they sponsored it.
0: That's like when I go to, sometimes I'll go to Etsy to look for weird shit for, like, projects here in the office. Like, when we did uh, some of the shoots for Gentleman's Gaming Club, I'd go on Etsy and buy, like, props and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And when I was on there, when you type in stuff, it would, give you a list but the top row would be sponsored stuff but you wouldn't realize it unless you like really looked and so i'd be like why is it why is it suggesting this thing when i typed in dead space 3 helmet right i'm like what (laughs) the hell and it's because it was a sponsored thing that was there
2: yeah yeah that's you know maybe that's what happened
0: maybe i i it was it was a weird it was like a weird moment rose like i think my mom got got like they she was dead set on this thing and then so quickly changed her mind. Where she was like, "You know what? I like this better. It was delicious. It was like we were there and everything everyone seemed f- like fine. And admittedly, the one we went to first, the 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 people at the, the counter were very kind. There was like people walking around checking out all the bakery stuff and it seemed really cool. The one we went to later, the counter people were there, but they just kind of looked at us and waited for us to make up our mind. Ah uh, yeah. We're, and when we went to the, to the you know, the first one, they were, like, interacting with us, and, like, like I said, the one woman was flirting with me, but obviously it was just, like, this is how I deal with customers, like, that kind of thing. Yeah. But it works. You feel, like, a little more, like, I would like to go back there. So I understand why she did it, but damn, they got her. Like, it was very obvious she got got.
2: With the other one, the old one, you so said it was, like, old, and, like, it just felt old, and, like, the people weren't interacting, but, like did it at
0: least look good or no I mean it looked good to the point where my and I think this is the problem with the fact that if you go to like a danish town or whatever in right. the United States like this so the one we went to later my dad saw a loaf of like raisin bread with like an icing drizzle on it yeah and it was very obvious that he wanted it but like you know my dad doesn't say anything he never says anything <laughs> yeah. he will look at a thing Give every intention of wanting it, and then be like, "No, I don't want want bread." Right? (laughs) So, when when we went to the second one, they had the exact same loaf, just with a different wrapper, but it looked the exact same. So I feel like, in terms of quality, it's all roughly the same. I'm not gonna, you know what I mean? Yeah. If they've all the one we, we the one we ended up at was like been around since 1981, and the other one was like been around since 1980. So like, really. (laughs) <laughs> At the end of the day, I don't think it's that big of a deal yeah. in in actual overall quality.
2: Yeah, Nah, no, I get that. There's only like, there's only like so many ways you can make a pastry as well. Usually, it's like if it's fresh, is the most uh, is the most like appealing thing of like ah, we just got this out of the oven versus like yeah, these have been here since yesterday.
0: Right, and, and I think that's why my mom went with what she knew because the place we went to was. Very obviously fresh. We ate it there. It tasted fresh. She like had a bit of mine. Um, like she got a cheese Danish. I got a cherry one. My dad got, I think, apricot, I think. And um he uh, you know, we all loved it. It was delicious. So I think because she saw that it pleased three of us, she was like, Yeah, okay, that's the spot. Which I can't fault her for. That seems accurate. I would do that. Yeah. If I like knew if I had solid evidence, I'd be like, okay, yeah, that made everyone happy. And so we went there. We bought the same loaf, like the loaf my dad was looking at, of that raisin bread with the icing thing. I was like, dad wanted that at the other place, and my mom was like, okay, let's get it. And of course he was happy. He didn't admit he was happy, but I could tell, I could tell he was happy he got it. Yeah. Uh, Well, that's a fun trip, a fun little adventure. I'm all about fun little adventures. I would love to have more. I'm down to do more adventures. Not necessarily with my parents, (laughs) because you know, sometimes I want to listen to music that has a little bass to it, mom. That bass but, is um, making me rumble. I don't like rumbling. It was so funny. The music was playing, and my mom was like, what's that noise? And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, <laughs> it's like, making me uncomfortable. I'm like, you mean the bass? She's like, yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> I was like, mom. Mom. I
2: uh, I have the same thing, but with old-timey music. I don't like that, like, you know what I mean?
0: I did. I do know what you mean There's a game that we played uh, Called Madison On Scary Game Squad And one of the big tropes Of uh, a lot of scary games They have like For some reason A record player That plays like You're gonna die baby Like that <laughs> kind of know. stuff But in Madison The song they play Is Crendor If you listen to it You would lose your mind It is like <laughs> Bloody is behind you And the music is like So great It's terrifying <laughs> But it is that same, I know exactly what you mean. Because every time it played, I would physically get uncomfortable. Yeah. Because it was so, like, it pierced my, it was awful. It it's was awful. it got that
2: graininess to it from the record
0: player. Yes. <laughs> yes.
2: And it's just like, oh, my doll, I'll be And I'm just, it just makes me depressed. Like, I'm, I think back <laughs> to the 1940, like, whenever it was, I'm like, dude, this just makes me want to drink. Like, no wonder. It
0: really, it's really upsetting. You're right. and, and, and this, when, I, my, when my grandparents um, were still alive, we'd be at their house. And this was my grandparents on my mom's side. And they would, every once in a while, play some music that was like their music. That shit was like, my darling dear, <laughs> yeah. I want to take you away <laughs> from the war. <laughs> and you're like, the fuck?
2: Maybe everyone was just depressed. So they made depressing music. Probably. It's got to be what it was. So, I mean, <laughs> if you go was, back, because it's, it's not just old music. Like, you go back, you got like some classical, you got like classical bangers. You got like, then you're like, yeah, this is awesome. Like jamming it. Yes. Like, all right, they were having fun back
0: then. What happened in the early 1900s? You know that when Beethoven dropped a banger, people were like, yo, let's go. Like, Yeah, of course. Absolutely. What's, there's like a, period of time where I think like the thing was to have a like a crooner but it's not even a crooner it's like whatever the precursor of that is because during that time period there was also like you know jazz and big band like there's that existed but for some reason there was this weird like old creepy white dude music (laughs) that was like my darling dear (laughs) I want to shower you with roses. <laughs> and but the music in the background is like, like <laughs> It is perfectly made for a haunting. Like they knew then making it, and a hundred years from now, this is the shit that plays when a ghost kills you. It sounds like like the
2: sounds like Curly from the Three Stooges. Just like <laughs> yeah. singing the song. Yes.
0: It's qu- it's quite bad. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I guess I can't fault my mom, but I just thought it was very <laughs> funny That she was like, what's that noise? And I will say, sometimes the bass is like deep bass hmm. And so I think I understand what she was referring to Because it doesn't sound like bass, like a bass guitar or normal bass It's like that bass that's designed to like shake your speakers, you know what I mean? Right But that's like a sound profile Yeah Like, that too is music. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, you know, the music my grandparents listened to was shit because it sounded weird. They clearly loved it. I'm just like, "Mm, I don't know about that's for
2: me. I think uh, music in general is just kind of your own personal taste. I mean, there's also people that are like, oh, man. Like, there's, I mean, there's like probably kids nowadays who are like, I love 80s music. And then there's probably people from the 80s that didn't like 80s music. Like, you got people all over the place.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, my dad is a great example of um, when I was younger and I would listen to ska music, my dad would, like, be into it. And I never truly understood what. But then I, I, like, listening to his music that he loves, like Chicago and stuff like that, it's like, oh, this is literally horns. Like, I get why you like that. I, I understand that, really, genre music is what it is and doesn't really change all that much despite generational differences. Like, all right, yeah. Like, even... When you listen to, you know, going back to Lizzo as an example, some of that music literally just could easily be transplanted back 30 40 years. Like it's yeah. not truly different. It's just, you know, the way that music is done, be it through synth or be it through like deep bass or be it through like drops and shit. Like it's all it's all, yeah. you know, it's, it's just a different just way noise of expressing yourself in a yeah, yeah, yeah. certain way. Oh my
2: god, which by the way, Can I just say that I hate when people sample giant parts of songs. What do you mean by this? Okay, so, for example, I heard this started. I heard, like, some pop song, whatever, and they took I'm blue. Like, I'm blue, and they, like, made, they're like, I'm blue, and I feel bad, and I'm something, I'm sad. Like I was like, what the shit is this? It, It just, like, made me angry. I was like, this is like they're taking the entire chorus of the original song, and they're just making a new song to it. And, and then the it happened again. Somebody did. Uh, uh It was the the weekend. He took that city pop song, and he like sang over it. And then there's a bunch of people being like, "Yo, I love this. This song's great. It gives me like an '80s vibe." <laughs> I'm like, "It's because it's a literal like city pop Japanese '80s song." That he, like, took. And, I like, I don't mind if they, like, sample little bits of it. But it's, like, they just sing over the entire song. It just feels like I need lazy. you to know.
0: I have the perfect example of this. So we're in the car. We're driving back. And on the radio comes Under Pressure. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> they did that. My mom, <laughs> I swear to God, my mom, as the song plays, goes, ice, ice, baby. And I laughed so hard. I was like, are you kidding me? That's exactly that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, and exactly. Then,
2: uh, what was the Jessica Simpson did the same thing? She took the what was that song? God, uh, was it a David Bowie song? I don't remember. She took some song, and I remember being like, "Oh, it's this song." And then you just hear Jessica Simpson start saying, "I'm like, what? It's the it's her. I think I'm in love with you." It's like, did it? But but that one. What it, god? Who made that? She sampled Jack and Diane. That's it.
0: Yes, yes, yes. That song? Yeah, yeah. but she did.
2: I think that I'm in love with you. <laughs> like she just changed. I just hate it. It just feels lazy. You know what I mean? It, it feels reminds like me of video game companies pumping out like all of duty over and over again, all these things cuz they were like, "Oh, this worked before. We'll just do it again." But
0: like sing something different. Like I, I hate it. The person I think who is criminally responsible for this? P. Diddy. I don't want to start a beef with P. Diddy, but I feel like it needs to be acknowledged. Back when P. <laughs> P. Diddy was putting out music, I'll Be Missing You, that song he was like, I'll be missing you. <laughs> yeah. That song? Yeah. yeah. He, he he sang, he did that song for the Godzilla soundtrack that was literally just Led Zeppelin, and he changed <laughs> nothing? Yeah. Like, the man, like, his... At, like he's a criminal mastermind of that shit and that is it happens way too frequently and it's almost they're like one joke away from being Weird Al yeah
2: exact. like there's okay like when Weird Al does it at least you're like oh he's doing parodies he's making goofs yes, and whatever yes. but like this like they're just they're making an actual real song but they're like just sampling the entire song I don't care if they sample like maybe like a small clip or like a little like sound or whatever you're like oh that's like a similar sound they like do the whole song I'm like what? <laughs> I don't know. There's, apparently, people like it, but like, of course, they're gonna like it because the songs prior to that were successful. Like, I don't mind. Like, okay, well, as an EDM person, okay, like in trance and stuff, people do remixes. I'm a, like, I think remixes are different because it's like. They're saying, oh, hey, I like the original, and here's my version of that. Like, here's my take on it. Like, I think that's fine, because then you're, like, still giving credit to the main song, and you're like, oh, you could go listen to the original or whatever. But this is like, they're just like, yeah, I'm just going to sample the whole thing, and now it's mine. Like,
0: (laughs) I don't know. They take credit for it being a success. Yeah. But the success comes from the fact that, as you said, the song was amazing to begin with. Yeah.
2: It bothers me. (laughs)
0: I can tell I have never this is the most passionate I've ever seen you
2: I think it's just because like it feels like you're they're like tainting the past you know what I mean like it's just and then and then it feels like it's almost like with the like speaking of the Jessica Simpson one I feel like I heard that before I heard the Jack and Diane song and so then when I hear the Jack and Diane song I'm like oh this is like the Jessica Simpson song but no it was the opposite but I didn't know that I wasn't, you know, growing up with that music. And so I heard that, and I was like, what? Right? And, it, you know, you're getting you're getting tricked. It almost feels like you're getting tricked. That makes me angry. Like, it's like if somebody uh, like took my Lucky Do rap, and then they, like, made their own song out of the Lucky Do rap beat, and then everyone liked it. And I'd be like, you're just, dude, that's my Lucky Do rap. Right?
0: I almost <laughs> feel like I should totally just take your Lucky Do song <laughs> and just be like... Final Fantasy XIV Is the game for me What do you do when you play that game It's so lucky When you play the game <laughs> Like, that, like a, a really shitty version Yeah
2: you're not even singing along to it Yeah yeah yeah
0: Just like when your hear songs just in the background <laughs> That would be pretty good It would be like I heard you hate this so here's my tribute To you
2: yeah, that's, I don't that's, I hate it.
0: It's dumb. You know what you shouldn't hate? Yeah. Me undies. Whoa. The holidays are officially upon us. I don't know how we got here, I guess, after Halloween. It's, it's holiday season. <laughs> it's true. And me undies, they love to celebrate the holidays too. You know, because it is the perfect time to get nice and cozy and just stay inside with your family or your loved ones or whoever, your little fur babies, whatever the case may be. Get your holiday shopping done early and start making time for yourself with the new Me Undies Holiday Collection. Their undies, loungewear, and sleepwear are made out of the softest, most supple fabric you've ever felt and are guaranteed to bring comfort and joy to all of your loved ones. This, is, this ain't even fooling. I know my man Crandor knows. I know that I know. I see your tweets. I see you out there. I see you tweeting at us. You, people are trying me undies and they are loving them. Our dear boy Davis is like hooked now. Absolutely. They are the best.
2: Hands down. It's true. I even uh I was in a real life situation with my friend who doesn't even watch YouTube gamer people and he's just like, uh I was like, oh yeah, I got a me undies thing on our podcast he's like are those actually good and I was like I love them I've had them for years and he was like dude I might I might get that and I was like yeah you should look at that I was promoting the real life people that don't even listen to our podcast they're
0: fantastic they really again I don't know what the hell a micro modal is (laughs) I don't know how they make it I don't know like what the magic process is but I do know that for some reason it feels like you're wearing absolutely nothing it is the most perfect Pair of underwear you could possibly put on your body And the best part is They come in all sorts of fun things Like for the holidays, classic plaid prints They've got plenty of those Little traditional picture perfect You know, wearing your little plaid undies For your Christmas picture You could do that, you can make that happen Put on a fun little sweater They are available in sizes extra small To 4XL And MeUndies has whatever it is you need to make this holiday perfect. Like I said, they've got loungewear and sleepwear and shirts and bralettes, the whole thing. Feel free to jump in right now as the holidays approach and get 20% off your first order, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee. All you gotta do is go to meandiescom Crendor. That's me. That's meandiescom Crendor. That's me. Also today, we're brought to you by ButcherBox. Oh my goodness, now is the time. The holidays, like we just said, are approaching. And let me tell you, turkey, it's that month, y'all. It's that month. And Butcher Box has got the turkey for you. Butcher Box takes the guesswork out of trying to find high quality meat and seafood that you can trust at the grocery store or wherever you're getting your food from, right? They've got 100% grass fed beef, free range organic chicken, pork raised, crate free, wild caught seafood. Humanely raised No antibiotics No added hormones And the best part is It's the ultimate convenience It just like Shows up at your doorstep Free shipping in the continental US No surprise fees Plus there's a ton of variety of boxes to choose from All of which are curated and customized To whatever plan you want And the best part is Because They do seasonal things Like wink 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 Turkey Right now You can get some really great Thanksgiving prep work done by having Butcher Box in your life. Now, Crendor, you and I have uh <laughs> had plenty of ButcherBox meat. That's for sure. That's a truther. And all of it is delicious. And the best part is, is if you can't get to it all right away, just throw it in the freezer. Like it's ready to go when you need it. It is absolutely perfect. And it's great to just have like, well, you know what? Chicken. Let's do chicken tonight. Oh, is this bacon? Sure, let's have bacon. Like, you can have any sort of crazy thing you can think of. And it it's the convenience and the quality is there. And that's what matters to me. The main course for Thanksgiving can sometimes be kind of a stress, right? Well, ButcherBox has got you covered. Because right now, if you go to butcherbox.com Cox and use code Cox, you can get a 10 to 14 pound turkey free with your first box what i know dude that's, <laughs> that's butcherbox.com that's a big ass t- <laughs> butcherbox.com slash cox get the deal right now you get the free turkey with your box so not only are you getting steaks and and seafood and pork and chicken or whatever fancies your belly you're also getting a turkey free That's just saving time and energy right there, my friends. So go to butcherbox.com slash cox. Use code cox to claim the deal. Butcherbox.com slash cox. All right, let's go. Oh,
2: boy. Traffic is getting crazier. Like you said, holidays are picking up. People starting to travel again. It's getting wacky wild. Uh, also, if you're going to travel, watch out. If you're walking because of the old plantar fasciitis, it hit me, it could hit you too. Plantar fasciitis. Back to you.
0: What do you mean it hit you? (laughs) What do you mean it hit you?
2: (laughs) I got hit by the plantar fasciitis.
0: What does that mean? How do you, you just like your foot hurt? Like the sole of your foot hurt?
2: Pretty much. Uh, so I noticed I've been walking a lot more, especially because before, uh, when I had COVID, I couldn't really go to the gym or exercise a lot, so I'd just go walking. I was like, all right, I'll get some walks in. So I think a lot of walking and everything has just aggravated my uh, my foot. And so if you don't know what plantar fasciitis is, let me see if it actually explains <laughs> yeah, it better do. on the internet. The inf- okay, an inflammation of a thick band of tissue that connects the heel bone to the toes. The inflamed tissue runs across the bottom of the foot. So pretty much... It just, the uh, bottom of your foot hurts a lot of times, usually when you walk, too. It's usually, it's primarily when you walk, to be honest. A lot of times, it's also from uh, calf muscle stuff, because it all connects. I was doing some calf raises, so I think that aggravated it. And then uh, you got to do calf stretches, loosen that up, and uh, pretty much just rest. And then might be my shoes, too. I don't know. I might need new shoes. We'll see. It's not a, it's not, a, apparently a lot of runners and athletes and stuff get it or people at work a lot, like standing.
0: All right. I mean, I guess I'm trying to figure out, I was typing in, trying to figure out um, what my, so you know, like sometimes it hasn't happened. You know what? I'm gonna knock on wood, like crazy. <laughs> it hasn't happened in uh, three years, but every so often I will wake up the next morning from sleep and my. The, the sole of my foot, I will have, like, sprained her. I don't know what I've done to it. I couldn't tell you. Like, right on the, the arch. Yeah, it's
2: plantar fasciitis. It, it's usually worse in the morning.
0: Well, it is. Here's the thing. I will always have it. I'll go to bed, wake up the next day, and I have it. I'm like, what? And then for, like, a week, I can't walk on that leg. Yeah, it's the plantar fasciitis. But how did I get it sleeping, Krendel? Or how did I get it sleeping? Uh...
2: I actually, I think I was reading that when you sleep, you sleep in a position your body just naturally like makes your foot go to a position that's bad for your your arch and everything, so it makes it worse.
0: Well, I, I, I what I have come to understand is that I think I tucked my sheets in too tight. I was on that like I don't know what I learned. But I watched some video online about how to really make your sheets look nice. Cause I I got on that whole like I'm gonna take care of my living situation. I'm gonna always do the dishes right away. I'm gonna always I'm gonna keep my bed night 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 <laughs> nice and clean. I'm gonna you know I wanted my home to be nice, right? Yeah. And so I got big on this taking care of stuff, and I think I learned to tuck my my k- sheets in. In a way that was almost military-esque, but it looked very nice. But it was very tight. And what would end up happening is I think I'd slide into those covers and then probably would turn in the middle of the night. And my foot just wouldn't turn with me because it was tucked in with those sheets. I oh. think maybe that's what happened. I do not know. But now, when I, when I do my sheets all nice, before I go to bed, I untuck the side of the bed that I'm going to sleep on just so it's loose. Haven't <laughs> had that issue for like three or four years. Wow. i know so maybe that was it It i have no idea but now i think i've i got plantar fasciitis or some nonsense
2: it says morning pain is from the sudden tension of the plantar fascia as it gets stretched after shortening overnight because you're not using it and so the muscle shortens and the tendon or whatever and then you wake up and it's like
0: now that makes me think about like what if you went into cryosleep I feel like in the movies, Dude. they put someone to cryosleep and they wake up they're like, Oh, thank God you saved me from cryosleep. Would you wake up like You probably would <laughs> like just like your entire body's just like you'd,
2: I'd say so. Like everything's all like tightened up and stiff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously they're not gonna show that in a movie or something, but like in real life, yeah, you'd probably wake up and be like,
0: yeah You would be a mess, right? Yeah, you'd, you'd be just a like mess. Yeah. You'd have all to right. fall out a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: That's the that's the old traffic. All right, let's go to weather. Weather. We got weather for you, us. We got uh-huh. a recommendation for Cooper Petty from Nicholas Barker. They said a place so barren that they moved underground and became mole men. That's all I need to say.
0: Wait, what? How do you spell Cooper Petty? Uh, here you go, Cooper Petty. Oh, that's not how I thought it was spelled at all. And okay.
2: it is Australia. No wonder, <laughs> right? Uh,
0: dude, dude, I'm I can't even begin. When Krendor said that they moved underground and became mole men, I need you all to know. I am looking at images of Cooper Petty, and it is 100% mole man. 100%. It, it's Oh crazy. my I've never seen anything like this.
2: <laughs> uh this is good enough Whoppy should kick in. Whoppy
1: <laughs> Whoppy activated Cooper Petty South Australia Australia 90 degrees Fahrenheit High 93 Low 72 Humidity 15% Pressure 29.88 inches visibility ten mile. Sunrise 6:33 AM, sunset 7:56 PM, wind 16 miles per hour, dew point 35, UV index 5 of 10, moon phase waxing gibbous, 10 day, Monday, 93, <laughs> cloudy skies, high 93, winds 10 to 20 miles per hour. Tuesday, 98. Wednesday, 97. Thursday, 94. Friday, 102. Mostly sunny. Saturday, 95. Sunday, 83. Monday, 77. Partly cloudy. I
0: I, I must stress to you. Yeah. If you have time,
1: mm-hmm.
0: go and just go look at this place. Because it is fascinating. I guess this, in 1915 in the Outback, a boy found an opal gemstone. And because of that, people flocked to the area to dig for opal. And I guess a town was born from that because it's so hot. Everyone lives underground now for the most part. And wow, that's crazy. And there's like several it says there's a few thousand people that live there today. And you could if you want to go there, things you can do include literally just digging for opal, which I think is fascinating. Mm. Then there's also if you there's a, there's an actual underground hotel. this is the hotel. Here's the link to it. it if you If you want to see it, it's desertcave.com.au. And it's the Desert Cave Hotel. You can literally look at the accommodations. And it's an underground, like, here's a bed underground. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> absolutely crazy. This I've never seen wild. anything like this. This is amazing. But what's even crazier is they're, like, can't afford a hotel? Well, there's an underground campground. Underground. That you can pay 16 Australian dollars per person to stay at. And pitch a tent, undermine underground in an abandoned mine.
2: <laughs> oh my God!
0: Yeah, look at this. Most residents, this is cra- Most residents still live underground. Some dugouts are absolutely huge. One was by a handyman named Rod Wells, which I think is a great underground man name. <laughs> it is. Who has an indoor pool and an underground beauty parlor used by his beautician wife?
2: <laughs> oh my God!
0: They have wild. signs posted everywhere that say unmarked holes because of all the holes dug that are massively deep shafts where it's like, don't run, don't walk backwards, beware deep shafts. This is, ins- this is insane. They've got a golf course, which I think is amazing. <laughs> I've never seen anything like this. Yeah, this, this is, is absolutely insane. This is the coolest thing I've ever seen. This
2: is actually I, insane.
0: When you said Mole Man Town, I thought it was going to be like, you know, kind of whatever. It's almost the opposite of those towns way up in either northern Canada or near the Arctic Circle. Like, where It's like one hotel where everyone lives, and then everything around is forest because no one wants to. It's, everything's inside. Yeah. It's so cold. This is the opposite. Everyone's underground because it's so hot.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you need to look at this. It's crocodile Harry's underground
0: nest and out. <laughs> yep, crocodile Harry's looks like crocodile Harry's. All right, crocodile Harry, and it just looks like a cave. There's so many weird things. This is fascinating. It looks like it looks like people living on Mars. It really does. Like there's this one shot of a generator outside, but everyone's living in the cave. But there's like generators outside. It looks like some sort of, like, space world. It looks like if the world ended, this, would help, this is how people would live.
2: There is a van that has a crocodile with a naked woman.
0: Hell yes. Hell, there's actually a shot of someone's home that has, like... It looks like something out of Silent Hill. It is the, the lower half of a woman's body... Glued to another lower half of a woman's body, making a full human. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely insane. There's a. Uh, this is so. Good day from Crocodile Harry's. And it's a gator miner, I guess. Yep. Dude, this is fascinating. Is there like. So. Where's the closest above ground? Uh, according to this one website, it says 280 miles away. Oh my god, that's insane Yeah, There is a place called Spiros That looks, or Spyros It looks like a uh, An actual building, a physical brick building Outside, and it says Internet access, video games, DVDs, opal Souvenirs, jewelry, fossils So I guess it's a tourist like This is the last place you'll you'll get before you're underground
2: Ah, I see Oh my god, there's an underground church That
0: shit's wild Oh, I understand now. This makes perfect sense. Uh. So, the reason why it looks so spacey to us, Hollywood goes there often. Apparently, film crews often go there because it looks like other planets or post-apocalypse. And so, movies like Pitch Black, Mad Max, Red Planet, and Until the End of the World were shot there, as well as Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. So, like, there's a lot of places were shot there because it looks so foreign and weird. And, yeah, that checks out. It looks insane. What do you know? That's crazy. I love that. Yo, good call on the suggestion. Yeah.
2: Hey, good job, commenters.
0: (laughs) That one (laughs) got me. Usually I'm like, oh, that's so beautiful. What a nice. This one's, like, fascinating.
2: Yeah, this one is crazy. Oh, and that's the weather.
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right
2: let's go to sports sports over at the sports desk we've had a lot of sports happening today first football we had the eagles texans play and the eagles won on thursday then today the patriots beat the colts lions beat the packers chargers beat the falcons jets beat the bills vikings beat the commanders bengals beat the panthers jaguars beat the raiders dolphins beat the bears seahawks beat the cardinals Buccaneers beat the Rams and Titans are currently beating the Chiefs. We'll see how that plays out. Over in the Steelers NBA.
0: bye week, bye week for the Steelers. Bye we're, we're good. week we're for fine. the
2: Steelers. That is true. Uh, Bucks in first place, nine and zero in the East with the Cavs eight one right behind them. You got the Suns in first place with the Jazz and Grizzlies right behind them over there. Uh, then in hockey, you got the Bruins in first. You got the New Jersey Devils in first. You got the Dallas Stars in first. And you got the Vegas Golden Knights in first. And in baseball, the Houston Astros have won the World Series. So the baseball season is officially over.
0: Speaking of which, did you see that guy who won, I think, $75 million betting on the Astros? I did not see that. What? Man wins I'm going to look this up. Man, Yeah. Uh, I like how I typed in man wins 75. Mattress <coughs> Mac was his name. <laughs> Mattress Mac, who looks like an old man who would definitely be a gambler. <laughs> yep. Had the world's largest sports, legal sports bet payout. When Mattress Mac earned $75 <laughs> million dollars when the Astros beat the Phillies, the 71 year old tweeted a photo, or I guess a photo was tweeted out of him. Uh, Oh my god, Mattress Mac, this is his Twitter account. What? The best part is, Mattress Mac is verified.
2: (laughs) Here's the thing, in order to win that much money, he had to bet like millions.
0: Well, here's the thing, Uh, it says according to his thing, Mattress Mac is the founder of Gallery Furniture, so yeah, he definitely, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, (laughs) because like,
2: the thing is, the Astros were a favorite to win the World Series, so like betting on them was like, you know, an obvious choice. But, yeah, he must have he bet millions to do that.
0: Yeah, I wonder what the payout was. Or if he had, like, a certain, like, oh, it's in this many games or this many. You know how gambling is when it's like, it isn't just, yeah. like, who won. It's like, how much they win by and what was the spread of this? Yeah, and, like, the who over, got the, the under, home runs and whatever, Yeah, you know.
2: The spread. Uh, this says, in October, he had $10 million in bets on the Astros to win the World Series. So he had $10 million in bets on it. So that's why he got
0: $75 million. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's Wait, what is Hold on, hold on, hold on. What is this? Mattress Mac said he would use the $75 million to cover the cost of new promotion in his Houston-area gallery furniture stores, where he said anyone who spends 3000 or more on a mattress would get their entire purchase for free. Boy? What? That doesn't make any sense. There's got to be a limit. He said he would use the 75 million to cover the costs on new promotion, which said anyone who spends three thousand or more on mattresses would get the entire purchase free. It's so what it says here.
2: That that doesn't make any sense.
0: Maybe people, they limit. already had to buy it by like on the day or like because if that means going forward, that's like, <laughs> I mean, like that's <laughs> that is certainly a lot of money. But I guess 75 million. I guess I don't know.
2: I uh, there's got to it's got to be a fine print thing where it's like you get any furniture you want, and then it's like up to an amount of like five thousand dollars. <laughs> right.
0: But here's the thing: this guy, you're right. This guy has a lot of money to throw around. According to this article, um, he won fifteen million when the uni- University of Kansas won the men's NCAA basketball tournament in April. But he also lost ten million in February when he bet that the Cincinnati Bengals would win the Super Bowl, and he lost one point five million. On the Kentucky Derby.
2: Yeah, so, you know, it's the person who's always like, hey, I made a bunch of money at the casino today, and then it's like, I also (laughs) lost a bunch of money that I didn't talk about.
0: Yeah, it's like when you go look at uh, dudes on Reddit who are in that, like, uh... Big Gamba thing you know they're all talking about how much Money they're putting in the stock market and what they're They're investing and stuff and then you see Like oh I made eight million dollars Today and everyone's like thrilled and losing their Mind but then you see they invested like Seven point five million you know like that kind of stuff You're (laughs) like oh okay so you were Rich to begin with all right well that changes uh,
2: Everything it always is it's uh I I never trust any Of that
0: meanwhile I'm over Here like I put four hundred dollars into The stock market (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, I didn't, I'm not earning any money. Weird how that is. A
2: crazy. Well, most of the time you have, it's like long-term smart investments or like, you know,
0: 400 isn't going to get you anything ever, ever. There is no, like, I put 400 in and now I'm a millionaire. That just doesn't happen.
2: Yeah. Most of it's just like you're putting it in so you can take it out like 10 years later. Yeah. Or whatever. Way down the line. Uh, where am I? What is this? That was sports.
0: <laughs> All right. What's well, our fact of the day?
2: Fact of the day. I like how I sang it in that music. I said I hate <laughs> fact yeah, of the no, day. I <laughs>
0: I'm aware. I heard. Um,
2: <laughs> uh, oh, have we done this one? I don't think we have. The majority of people in Iceland believe in elves. Um, we've never
0: done that, and I absolutely love that fact.
2: A 2007 University of Iceland survey found that 62% of Icelanders believe in real-life elves. In fact, in 2014, protesters claimed a proposed highway would destroy an elf church, which is to many or which to many was just a gigantic rock. Eventually, the church was moved to a safe place so that it would not be harmed and the construction continued. Though the rock weighed about 70 tons and required a crane, To move it, the preservation of places important to elves is significant to Icelanders. The country's elf history dates back to Viking-era poems from around the year 1000. To Icelanders, these elves are not tiny figures who build toys for Santa. They actually look very much like humans and can range in size. Many believe that grave misfortune will befall those who dare build an elf territory, even though it cannot be seen, hence the church preservation.
0: I want to let you know... That I went to go look this up and see, like, all right, what do Icelanders think? Right. right. I think they're, I hope they're called Icelanders, whatever the case may be. I was like, okay, what do they think about this? This is absolutely like, this is a dude from Iceland, basically, like, look, (laughs) to say that Icelanders, that we believe in elves is not true. That's not true. But we're unwilling to deny that they exist. Which is the same thing as saying yeah. that you believe they exist. They're like, we don't think they're real, but we won't say that.
2: Now, I'm not saying, um, you know, I am yeah, no, i don't think they're real, but I'm not going to say they're not real. <laughs> yeah,
0: he's like, look, we respect the traditions and myths and popular beliefs of our of our shared history. And look, we tread lightly when we enter elf territory, but it's not that we believe in elves. We're just unwilling to say that they didn't exist, (laughs) which is like the same thing a person who's like not really religious, but wants to hedge their bets. Like, look, I don't I'm not saying I believe in God, but I'm not like saying God doesn't exist like that kind of thing. Yeah. (laughs) Like, okay. All right. (laughs) Yeah, sure. That's Um, really funny. So
2: yeah, elves. I mean, who knows? Maybe they're in Iceland. We don't know.
0: I would love I would love like a few sexy elves to show up and be like, hello, Jesse, my name is Fandan Fanel. The elf of I have come for your services to carry the one ring. And I'd be like, I'm in. Let's fucking go. You literally
2: just want Lord of the Rings elves.
0: Yeah. Badly. <laughs> Very badly. Yes. All right. Um, yeah. That's your fact of the day. All right. What's our big news story of the day?
2: I was going to do Venomous Cobra missing for six days in Swedish Zoo located, but still free because it tied into the <laughs> Nick Cage thing
0: that's but very then, funny i love that it's located but they're like we don't want to mess with it That yeah. guy's venomous.
2: <laughs> then there's young bird may have set non-stop distance record by flying from alaska to australia which we were just talking about australia oh my god that's
0: amazing how do you do that
2: i don't know let's find out Okay. Uh, Canberra, Australia. A young bar tailed godwit appears to have set a non stop distance record for migratory birds by flying at least 13,560 kilometers or, 80, or 8,435 miles from Alaska to the Australian state of Tasmania. The bird was tagged as a hatchling in Alaska during the Northern Hemisphere summer. A tracking GPS chip and a tiny solar panel that enabled an international research team to follow its first annual migration across the Pacific Ocean. Bird Life Tasmania Con Convener Eric Wohler said because the bird was so young, its gender wasn't known. Aged about five months, it left southwest Alaska at the Yuko Cuscoquim. Delta on October 13th and touched down 11 days later at Anson's Bay on the island of Tasmania's northeastern tip on October 24th. According to data from Germany's Max Planck, what a name, Institute for Ornithology, the research has yet to be published or peer-reviewed. The bird started on a southwestern course towards Japan. Then turned southeast over Alaska's Aleutian Islands, a map published by New Zealand's Pukoro Miranda Shorebird Center shows. I feel like this article is just trying to get me to read crazy names and I'm words. I'm here
0: for it. I'm here
2: for it. <laughs> the bird was again tracking southwest when it flew over near Kurabadi and New Caledonia. Then past the Australian mainland before turning directly west for Tasmania, Australia's most southerly state. The satellite trail showed it covered 13,560 kilometers without stopping. Whether this is an accident, whether the bird got lost, or whether this is part of normal pattern migration for the species, we still don't know, said Waller, who's part of the research project. Guinness World Records lists the longest recorded migration by a bird without stopping for food or rest as 12,200 kilometers or 75,80 miles by satellite-tagged male bar-tailed godwit flying from Alaska to New Zealand. That flight was recorded in 2020 as part of the same decade-old research project, which also involves China's Fudan University, New Zealand's Massey University, and the Global Flyway Network. (laughs) The same bird broke its own record with a 13,000-kilometer, 8,100-mile flight on its next migration last year, but Guinness has yet to acknowledge that feat. Woller. As said researchers did not know whether the last bird, or the latest bird known by its satellite tag, flew as one or part of a flock. There are so few birds that have been tagged, we don't know. Uh, It may be that half the birds that do the migration from Alaska come to Tasmania directly rather than through New Zealand, or it might be 1%, or it might be that this is the first it's ever happened. Adult birds depart Alaska earlier than juveniles, so the tagged bird was unlikely to have followed more experienced travelers south. Wooler hopes to see the bird once wet weather clears in the remote corner of Tasmania, where it will fatten up, having lost half its body weight on the journey. Oh my god. Can you imagine doing something where you lose
0: half your body weight? I wish. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm looking at a map right now, and it's fat. Apparently this happens frequently. And the bar tailed Godwit is known for this. And I guess there they have a southward migration, which is they go from either their their like breeding range, which is way far north. We're talking the northern part of Alaska, the northern part of Russia, and then they fly way far south. <laughs> um, literally, they leave Russia and Alaska, fly all the way south to New Zealand, Tasmania, Australia, chill there, and then migrate their ass all the way back up past Japan past you know China back up to uh either Alaska or uh Russia and do it all over again.
2: Oh my god. Crazy.
0: Crazy. These birds are flying around like airplanes. There's there's this one uh path that they have listed where this this bird goes from New Zealand to Japan and then Japan to uh Alaska oh my god that's like the amount of that's so crazy to me
2: that is crazy they got giant beaks probably like snap up
0: like get fish out of the water maybe like you know what i mean like it
2: does look like a a spear yeah like a fish
0: that's fascinating that's great what a cool bird yeah, that guy's living life for himself. I love that. Yeah. That guy's like, hey, I don't need to stay here. I'm going to go on vacation. This bird and I, we relate to each other. He's like, I need to get the hell out of here. I'm going. I'm going away for a little bit. And then Where are you, you going? Oh, I'm going to New Zealand. I'm like, oh, oh, okay.
2: Yeah, and then you spear a few fish.
0: <laughs> yeah. I use, my, I use my, my tongue to grab a few fish. Yeah. yeah. And then I go home. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, that's your That's your big news story of the day.
0: All right. Well, that's it for us. Thank you so much for listening or watching or even enjoying this podcast. Crendor, hit hey, him with the socials.
2: We've got socials. There's the old youtube.com slash Cox and Crendor podcast. All one word. Give it a like, give it a comment, give it a subscribe. Hit the bell. Be notified when we, these go live on that YouTube channel. Also, we're on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. We're all over. Uh, You can also find the funny haha animations over on youtube.com slash Cox and Crendor without the podcast part at the end. Uh, You can also find us on our things. YouTube.com Jesse Cox. YouTube.com slash Crendor. Patreon Jesse Cox. Patreon Crendor. Twitter Jesse Cox. Twitter Crendor. Twitch TV Jesse Cox. Twitch TV Crendor. uh, Facebook Jesse Cox. Facebook Crendor. Instagram. Notorious Cox. Instagram Crendor was taken. TikTok Jesse Cox. uh, Is it Jesse Cox TikTok? Or is it Jesse Cox TikTok? Or TikTok, jesse cox tiktok jesse cox tiktok tiktoks and then tiktok krendor uh the the uh warhammer youtube warhammer krendor uh uh yeah uh yeah i'm yeah, yeah, uh, running out of things um uh, instagram krendor was taken i already said that did i uh, um,
0: <whistles> all right that's it thanks so much we'll see y'all next time and as always woo. do we continue